Do you know what season God has you in? You know that it's your resting season, your waiting season, the season where God is building you up, your season of consecration. It's your season of going all out in ministry. It's your season of learning and asking questions. Do you understand the season that God has you in? I pray that God will reveal and show to you your season as you ask him for wisdom because there is power and knowing what season God has you in. In Luke 2.46, a young Jesus is in the temple, both listening and asking questions. He said, I must be about my father's business. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in favor in this season as he was young, being built up in the temple at this time of Passover. This may have been a very short season for Jesus. And then in Luke 3.21, Jesus gets baptized. Luke 4.1, Jesus is led by the Holy Spirit, being filled with the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by 440 days. Luke 4.14, Jesus begins his ministry in the power of the Holy Spirit. Luke 4.16, Jesus begins preaching in the synagogue. Luke 4.31, Jesus begins casting out demons and healing the sick. Okay, Jesus went through certain seasons as we all go through certain seasons in our life, but Jesus knew and he understood the assignment of the season. Young Jesus, or even Jesus at 27, 28, he wasn't going to start casting out demons, healing the sick. It wasn't yet his season. And when Jesus was running in ministry all out three years, he was not going to rest. He wasn't going to sit back and rest because he had an assignment and he had a specific time for him to operate in his calling so he could fulfill the assignment on his life. Okay, Jesus gets baptized. He's led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness for 40 days. Do you know when God is testing you? Do you know when you are in a wilderness season? God says he searches the heart and he tests the mind. Okay, God just led me through a season where he spoke to me very clearly. He said 40 days. And I didn't even know what that meant. But through these 40 days, God was removing things out of my life. He was telling me no more of that. Stop doing that. Removing pleasures, removing things that I enjoyed, even said no more online ministry at a time where it seemed like there was supernatural favor on every word I shared because the algorithm was just booming. Okay. But God was testing my heart. It was a season for him to test me. And then there was a season where I knew that a breakthrough was right there for me, for God just his grace to pour out upon me and for me to begin preaching and teaching and leading God's people. So we want to have wisdom in our season. When you can know, number one, the season that you're in, and number two, the season that God wants to bring you into next. Okay, there is power for us to be focused in our season.
I'm always very consecrated, but without concentration, there's no power in consecration because consecration without concentration is just, you know, it's just being alone. Basically, we want to be concentrated. And the season that God has us in, we want to be all out dedicated in that season. If it's your season to rest, to be built up, okay, then you don't need to be on the platform. You don't need to be sharing words. You don't need to be leading everything. It's okay to be in the sheep folds, tending the sheep. David was anointed to be king, but he was still tending the sheep for 10 years. So when you can know what season you're in, you can rest in the grace of God in that season. Ecclesiastes 3.1, it says to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. Okay, there's a time for your season. And in that season that you're in, there's a purpose. God has a purpose for that suffering. He has a purpose for that trial, for that test, for what he's taking you through right now. There's a purpose. And you can look back at your past sufferings, your past struggles and say, there was a purpose in that. God was doing something beautiful in that. He was building up your heart in that. He was building up your spirit in that when he was taking you through that struggle. So don't think that there's not a purpose for it. You may want to just be out there on the platform sharing the word, but God may say, it's not that season to begin that ministry, to begin that baking ministry, that sewing ministry. But when his grace falls upon you and you know it's that season to start making t-shirts to start doing random acts of kindness okay and then you just start moving and operating in that season so it says there's a time to be born and a time to die a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted a time to kill and a time to heal a time to break down and a time to build up. There's a time for God to break you down. Sometimes God wants to break you. Just like that song that says gracefully broken. God is so good and so loving. He won't completely crush us, but he will gracefully break us. And we've got to allow him to break us so that way he can build us back up stronger. It says a time to weep. And a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. Okay, I don't want to laugh when it's a time to mourn. And I don't want to mourn when it's a time to laugh. Yes, there is a time to mourn. The Holy Spirit is joy, peace, love, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. But there's a time to mourn. Sometimes you need to be on your hands and knees crying out to God, mourning, mourning for a pure heart, mourning for clean hands, mourning for Him to to renew your mind, for him to just uh, consecrate you, for him to really heal your heart. It's okay to mourn and to go through that season. There's a time to be built up, okay? A time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing. 
a time to gain and a time to lose, okay? You may have been went through a season where you lost. It seemed like you were always losing, losing your house, losing relationships, okay? It was a time to lose, but are you okay with losing? Okay, you need to be okay with losing, knowing that God will restore, knowing that He has a purpose for removing things out of your life because your pleasure is in the Lord. You're like, David who said, I shall not want. You make me lie down in green pastures. You lead me beside still waters. You restore my soul. Lord, you are my shepherd. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but he who fears the Lord lacks no good thing. So sometimes you need to refrain from embracing. You need to understand that you are losing in that season, losing things, maybe losing people, losing finances. As long as you are walking in obedience, you can have confidence in that season. Okay, that's a very important thing. That if there's no obedience, if you are not truly obeying God, okay, there will not be peace in the seasons. But if you know that you are following Jesus and you are walking in righteousness and holiness, you will be okay and you will have peace when God takes away. When you're in that season of losing things, okay? But if you're walking in wickedness and you're walking in evil and you're willfully sinning, you know that there are things that you are doing in your life that you should not be doing, okay? You need to fear the Lord. You need to repent, turn from these things. But as long as you are walking in obedience, you can have peace through every season. But I want you to know what season you're in. Okay, because there's a time to gain and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away. There may be some things you need to throw away. The old wardrobe needs to be thrown away. Some relationships need to be thrown away. Old activities need to be thrown away. So that way you could receive what's new, a time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak, okay? If you are speaking in the time to be silent, the Lord is not pleased with that. There's a time and a season. Yes, there's a time to speak up. Okay, for the oppressed, for those who are being crushed by the wicked. Okay, it's the time to speak up. It's the time to speak up and out against LGBTQ, wicked demonic agendas. Okay, wicked pastors who are on the platform. Okay, disguised, having a form of godliness, but not actually being godly, not actually fearing the Lord. There's a time to speak and a time of silence, a time to love, and a time to hate. Yes, hate is powerful. We are called to hate what is evil, to be disgusted with what is evil. A time of war and a time of peace. I used to be the person that would say, you know, there's never a time for war. There's never a time for war, but there is a time for war. Okay, there's a time to war against the devil. 
to go spiritual warfare against the plots and schemes of the devil because the devil wants to take the good things out of your life. He wants to destroy relationships. He sometimes wants to tear down the ministry that God has given you. He wants to take away and he wants to destroy, but there is power of life and death in the tongue and we need to use our tongue and go to war with the devil. There is a time for this. What is the time? Okay, a time is a season, age, occasion, a period of time. It's used to describe a small period of time. Sometimes the seasons, they change so fast. But you know that God now has you in a new season. It's a season to serve. It's a season to steward. It's We should always be serving. We should always be stewarding. But sometimes the, the seasons, they change so fast. A season could be three days long. It could be a week long. It could be a whole month. It could go for years. Okay, but don't be for years in the wilderness when you should already be dwelling in the promise that God has for you because you're out there complaining in the wilderness. You're feeding into the wilderness season when God is saying, I would have already brought you to the promise. If you could rejoice, if you could be thankful, if you could be grateful, if you could worship me, I could carry you through the seasons and bring you to the promised land faster. Okay, some examples of time. It's a season, such as a Passover season, a rainy season, a harvest season. Okay, there's a a season of harvest to collect and gather all that you've planted, all that you've worked for. It could be a time of old age, a time of trouble, a time of love. Sometimes God wants you to know that you have the power to shift the season. You don't have to be in that rut, but you can pray, you can open up your mouth and you can shift the season. You have the power to shift out of that depression, shift out of that loneliness, shift out of that crushed spirit. But other times God will crush our spirits gracefully he will break us break our hearts so that way he could build us up so ask the lord for wisdom what season god do you have me in god what do you want me to do in this season what is my ministry or my calling for this season my ministry could be to rest to rest in god's presence to build a closer relationship with jesus paul says that um that he conferred with no flesh or blood, but he went away. When he met Jesus, he went away. He was in consecration with the Holy Spirit before he went out there and started preaching and being this apostle and planning all these churches and ministering to these different churches. He needed a season of consecration. He needed to be with with, with Jesus in the secret place. So it's good to be built up in the pasture. We don't want to be like Saul where we get the quick, fast promotion and now we're operating in a spirit to please other people. We're operating in a spirit of anxiety, of worry, this people pleasing, which God is not pleased with. Okay, we want to be like David being built up in the pasture, abounding in good works, going through correction, going through rebuke. The word says, if you are with 
without chastening or correction, rebuke, you are an illegitimate son. It's good to be corrected. It's good to be rebuked. So rejoice when God corrects you. He, when he makes your crooked path straight, God's doing a good thing in your life. When he corrects you, it's because he loves you. Okay, receive it. Rejoice in that correction. Ecclesiastes 3.17, I said in my heart, God shall judge the righteous and the wicked, for there is a time there for every purpose and for every work. It says, for there is a time there for every desire and for every work. Okay, there's a time to work. There's a time to build that new venture, that new business, to start that ministry. And there's a time to be built up in it. So do you know the time and the season that you're in? Luke 12, 54, Jesus said to the multitudes, Whenever you see a cloud rising out of the west, immediately you say a shower is coming, and so it is. And when you see the south wind blow, you say there will be hot weather, and there is. Hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky and the earth, but how is it that you do not discern this time? So very specifically in this context, Jesus is saying, how can you not discern, right? It's the time of the Messiah. It's a time of healing where the captives are set free. It is the time for the kingdom of God to come. The kingdom of God is near. Jesus came and he was always preaching the kingdom. So hypocrites, right, for calling out uh, Jesus, Okay, and Jesus came on a jubilee year. He said, the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings, to heal the sick, and to bring the acceptable year of the Lord. Jesus came on a jubilee. The jubilee was when um, the, the captives could be set free. It was under Leviticus Old Testament law, where if anyone had a, a slave, and slaves were a lot different in that time, that in that jubilee year, they had the opportunity to be set free. So Jesus came on a very specific year and he says, how is it that you do not discern this time? Okay, so the south wind is blowing. <laughs> There's so much wisdom when you know that you're in a hot season and now you know that the south wind is blowing. It's coming. The wind is blowing. That a new season is coming. You know that that breakthrough is right there. So now you can pray, God, whatever it is that I need to receive my breakthrough in this relationship, in my marriage, in my ministry, in the work that you have prepared for me, in, in my school, in my job, God, I see the south wind blowing and I understand this season that you're bringing me into. So now you can uh, pray, God, prepare me for the future seasons. God, build me up in this season and help me fulfill the work that you have for me in this season. God, I want to be submissive 
to this season. I want to be submissive to what you have for me, God. If you're breaking me, break me, God, and build me up stronger. God, if you're correcting me, correct me, rebuke me, beat me with your rod of iron and build me up even stronger. You say that those who endure to the end will be saved, but God, maximize me for your glory. God, prepare me for every good work. God, sanctify my whole spirit, soul, and body that I may be preserved blameless at your coming when you reveal yourself in full to me and I see you as you are, like it says in 1 John 3. Matthew 16, 1, we see the same thing. Jesus, it says, the Pharisees and the Sadducees came, testing Jesus, asking that he would show them a sign from heaven. He answered and said to them, what, when it is evening, you say, it will be fair weather, for the sky is red, and in the morning it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and threatening. Hypocrites, you know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. A wicked and, excuse me, a wicked and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign shall be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. So as Jonah was in the belly of the whale three days and he was spit out, so Jesus was in the grave three days and resurrected. Okay, but what is your season? What is your calling? What is your ministry? Your ministry meaning what God wants you to do in this specific season. You will know when you're moving out of grace, okay? When you're not moving in God's grace and his peace, there will be torment in your mind. Other times God allows torment in your mind so that way you can receive wisdom and discernment to help set other people free from their mental battles from the condemnation that the enemy brings to the mind. But I pray that you can start praying for wisdom in discerning the times and seasons in your life, in other people's life. You can see because you received wisdom from the Holy Spirit, the season that God has them in. And now you're not going to go and tell them their season because that's pride, but you're going to pray for them. Pray that God would help them in that season of correction, that God would help them in that season of them being built up, that God would light that fire because they just started their ministry. They got baptized. They went through that testing trial period, and now it's their season to really go to evangelize out on the streets or to evangelize online or to evangelize with cooking and baking or just to to evangelize by saying, God bless you and smiling so now you know how to pray for them in that season. Discern the times. Discern the seasons. Know where God has you, and there will be power in this. God bless you so much, my friend, my family. I'll see you in the next episode. Amen and amen.